And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to the Rainbow Skyline Podcast on The Athletic. Nice pass, Jokic! That's in my house. And I told him, listen, if you see me around Denver, Colorado, anywhere, it's all about the Nuggets right now. Rainbow. The Rainbow. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Rainbow Skyline podcast. We are back. Nothing big happening. Yes. Yeah. It's it's Dave <laughs> DeFore. It's Kendra Andrews. Hello. Yeah. Kendra, you had a boring night last night, I think. So boring. Nothing happened. Yeah. Just drink, went to bed early. Drinking hot tea. You know, yeah. do you have like fuzzy slippers that you wear at home? Is that like a thing? I do. I'm a huge. Uh, I do have some fuzzy slippers slippers but i'm a huge pro fuzzy socks girl there you go so but sometimes you you gotta double up too and do socks and slippers well speaking of slipping the nuggets managed (laughs) (laughs) that was awful nice the the nuggets (laughs) managed to slip into the first round again so they pick zeke Najee with the 22nd pick and then trade make a trade with the new orleans pelicans for the 24th pick which the pelicans got via the Drew Holiday trade with the Milwaukee Bucks, which is not official yet. So officially the Nuggets don't have him, but it's officially unofficial. They they were able to get RJ Hampton, which the second that happened, my phone starts blowing up. Oh, wow. What a surprise that the Nuggets picked the most perfect Nugget pick in the draft, which is a guy who fell in the draft due to some injury concerns. And they pick him up at 24. That's a steal. I mean, we've seen the Nuggets do this two times in a row. Tim Connolly has no fear when it comes to drafting guys who have had injuries in the past, who aren't ready, maybe we're not ready to go right now. And he isn't a guy who is scared or loses confidence in his ability. We've seen him do it with Michael Porter Jr. We've seen him do it. I mean, we haven't seen all of Bull Bull yet, but we've gotten a teeny little taste, and that was a fun some fun games to watch in the bubble when he was playing. And the thing with the Nuggets, with RJ Hampton at least, is they don't need him right away. He is a guy that they don't mind drafting and stashing, letting him develop, letting him get even better, and then bringing him out. They don't need him to be that immediate impact player. And I think that's why the Nuggets did draft him. They're not tripping over themselves needing a guy of his skill set but come the season after this upcoming one, you know, more depth is always better. Well, this is the thing. It's a wing league, and they just picked up a very athletic wing, R.J. Hampton, who I think will actually work very well in their scheme. Good cutter, super high motor, athletic as hell. I mean, he's just got a – there's a lot of video of him like dunking that is just insane. A guy mm-hmm. has got some great athleticism. And and with Najee, you know, it's a high energy big off the bench. It's exactly what they needed. And not that they should be drafting for need, but they were able to get a need. 
Well, that's exactly what Tim Connolly said today. We spoke with him um, earlier today. We're recording this on Thursday, November 19th, the day after the draft. Tim Connolly couldn't speak on draft night um, because of what, Dave, you mentioned with the the rights of uh, RJ Hampton. And by the time Nuggets PR team had found out that he couldn't speak on RJ Hampton, it was like midnight and they were just, screw it. But anyway, today he spoke about Zeke Naji and he said that he said he was the best available at the time who also happened to check the boxes of a player we need. He is a great contrast and complement to Nicole Jokic because uh, Zeke will bring more speed, more energy, and Nikola Jokic will do his passing, do his battling in the paint, do everything that he does so well. And I mean, I think I've talked about this countless times, how both of the centers that the Nuggets currently have in Mason Plumley and Nikola Jokic, as good as they both are and as good as they are in their separate ways, they are pretty similar. So it's good for them to inject this team with a different kind of center who brings a different skill set. Yeah. I, he might even be able to play a little bit with Jokic because of the way Jokic plays on the offensive end, you know, and, and how they like to use him defensively. Using Jokic up high, getting his hands working, and allowing Najee to sort of be that backline helper like they have used Paul Millsap. A little bit more athletic, a little bit more switchy, so you're not as concerned. I, I love if they can bring back Jeremy Grant. It's a it's a really nice mm-hmm. wrinkle that they could throw out there a couple minutes a game. I'm not saying that this rookie is going to be playing big rotation minutes, but in the condensed season we're about to get, I think they got someone that can play for them, and, and I, that's going to be important, especially cheap. He's going to be cheap, and you know Jamal Murray's getting paid. Jokic is getting paid. They're about to pay Jeremy Grant. They're going to need to win on the margins with guys like Najee, so they better hope he's ready to play a little bit because they're going to need it. Right, and it, it just adds depth to an area that they needed more depth to. The Nuggets don't have very many big bigs, just bigs in general, really. They don't have very many. So just adding more guys, like you said, even if it's just a couple minutes per game, it, it really could make a, a really big difference for this team. Yeah, and back to RJ, um, again, mm-hmm. they can be patient. They are good enough as is that they just made the Western Conference Finals. They can be patient with a guy like R.J. Hampton. This is actually a huge luxury. If you're the Denver Nuggets and you look at your roster and you see that the older, oldest player is Will Barton at 29 years old and the second oldest is Gary Harris, who's 26. Your be- Don't forget about Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap's free agent right now. Oh, yeah. Well, so that's true. Right now – Paul, Paul Millsap in, is true. not on there. So, uh, <laughs> you know, Gary Harris is 26, but your core, your Jokic is 25 and Jamal mm-hmm. Murray is 23. So, you know, you're in really good shape and picking up guys like RJ, where is it a risk? Certainly. But it's the 24th pick. You didn't really give up anything. It's a future first. It's probably going to be heavily protected. But this is going to be a good basketball team. So maybe you gave up the 25th pick in the, in the draft a couple years from now. That's the hope. And so you get R.J. Hampton, who is potentially a project, certainly, uh, but you've got time to just watch the 19-year-old grow. Like, we've seen this with Michael Porter Jr. I don't expect to see R.J. play this year. I just don't. There's, you know, a strong possibility that he wouldn't. Michael. I mean, I know Michael Porter Jr. was injured, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot that rookie season, but there there was no – even 
this season, Michael Porter Jr.'s rookie season, there was no rush to fully incorporate him into anything because of how the Nuggets development team operates and works and they pride themselves on that. And, you know, something that Tim Connolly spoke about today is he knew, he said, he was like, we don't expect these first round draft picks to, you know, change the game for us, fill that, you know, missing hole that we have to be a championship team. They know that that's not the case. They, that So that doesn't change their free agency plan. They're going to go out and try and get the free agents that they are already wanting. And now you have guys to bring up and kind of continue the seamless transition as people come and go. You're never going to be in a who do we have? Who don't we have? No one's getting along. The chemistry sucks. They don't run into those problems because they bring in guys who don't have to play for a year or two. So they can completely learn the system. Michael Porter Jr. has said a bunch of times that just sitting on the bench and watching the Nuggets play was so big in his education of this team. Bull, bull with the same thing. Just sitting there and learning by watching it's it's different than than learning while doing, and I think it's really going to benefit these guys. Yeah, and, and again, the athleticism is so important, especially on the wing. I mean, again, the, the the Nuggets have killed the draft for like the last six or seven years. I'm not surprised that they were able to get two really good players in the 20s in a draft that was full. I mean, to to be fair. A lot of role players in this draft. So I, I think that mm-hmm. maybe the expectations should have been higher for, for what they could get in the 20s. But they still managed to meet those expectations. And especially, I think, getting R.J. Hampton. I mean, that's just a steal. And, it, and it's a perfect example of the way that this front office will roll the dice in in the draft. You know, they're not, they're not trading up for like the 10th pick to try to take a high end. You know, you know maybe this guy, his ceiling is, you know, uh, all-star. Uh, but we don't know. Uh, they're they're taking guys that maybe the high end on RJ is an all star, but we're getting them in the twenties, so it's not going to cost us a lot. You know, uh, it's like two million dollars a year or whatever the guarantee is. I don't I don't have it right in front of me, but um, I, another smart move by by a really smart front office. Yeah, and it's because they don't need those superstar all star. They have the their all stars that they're investing in and where the get let's get their role players to to surround them and lift them up yeah um so shout out to tim Connolly. <laughs> uh, seriously yeah uh go back and listen to that pod where we talked to tim mm-hmm. Connolly about this just this sort of thing just picking up these victories on the margins uh is such a huge deal i mean ask the golden state warriors you know that's how they started their dynasty we'll be right back after a message from some of our sponsors looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com 
slash courtside to learn more. More news, and really this news is probably only important to me, but uh, the rumor mill is churning. And uh, according to Mark Stein of the New York Times, Facundo Compasso may be destined for the Denver Nuggets. And I don't want to go deep here because let's be honest, most people don't know who this guy is. I just want to give you a <laughs> heads up. Uh, he is the second most fun player to watch in the world right now behind Nikola Jokic. Yeah, yeah. Behind <laughs> Nikola Jokic. And so you are about to see – I mean, this is already a team that with gifted passers, uh, Jokic being you know the lead guy there. Um, but you're about to see a, a different type of passing. And he's not going to play a lot is my expectation. I think he's going to be the third guard. He'll be behind Monte Morris. He's a small guy. I mean, he's 5'10". Um, so, you know, that that will matter quite a bit. For, for a team that's already small up front, I, I don't expect right. don't expect to see him and Jamal playing a ton together. Let's just <laughs> put it that way. But uh, the guy is a lot of fun. Not a great shooter. Great passer. Uh, pretty quick. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. And, and I'm looking forward to that. I hope that deal comes through um my my sources tell me that it is close and i'll just leave it at that um (laughs) should we talk about free agency a little bit because we are like hours away from from 1201 oh man all right can we just complain for a second about the compressed schedule we we all here's what happens every year under normal (laughs) circumstances normally you have the finals it ends and then you have the draft, you know, a couple days, a week later, something like that. And then we all are sitting around with our, you know, sitting on our hands waiting for free agency. And every year we complain, why do we have this this dead period between the draft and free agency? Why is the right. why is the draft before free agency, which that's a whole nother thing, but we all complain about this dead period. And this year, we're all complaining about the compressed <laughs> It is. It is nuts. We're so hard to please, but it's fun. It, this has been fun uh, since Monday. You know the the trades have been rolling in. Um, Denver, mm-hmm. as of yet, you know, not really making any moves. They, they did trade mm-hmm. up for RJ Hampton, but uh, do you expect them to be active outside of re-signing Jeremy Grant and, and potentially Paul Millsap? Do you expect anything outside of that? Or you think they're going to kind of try to run this back as close as possible to the roster? They had this year. I think they definitely want to run this back as close as possible. You know, Tim Connolly and Calvin Booth and Nuggets new GM have repeatedly said they want to bring back as many people from this team as possible. They know the potential that this group of guys have and they want to see it come to fruition. So I think they want to do as much as possible to, to keep these guys you know, Jeremy Grant, as expected, has opted out of his $9.3 million, um player option. We expected that to happen. So I think for the Nuggets, you know, they want to bring him back and, and they want to pay him. And there's mutual interest between the two of them to find an agreeable contract to keep Jeremy Grant in Denver. You know, he really loved his time in Denver and he really, really liked the team and the style of play. So I think he wants to come back as well, but of course, end of the day, it's going to probably come down to the money. So hopefully the nuggets will, will 
fork something over that he he likes. I think they also want to bring back Paul Millsap, but I don't think it's as big of a priority. That's not to say that they won't try to do it and won't want to do it. But I think if they think that they can find something else, they might be willing to part with him, you know? It's, it's interesting because I think they, they do know that there are some pieces that they need to put into place for this Nuggets team to continue to improve as they've done consistently over the last five years. And I think what becomes tricky for the Nuggets is what it takes to bring those players in that they want. Who do they have to give other teams to bring in those guys? You look at the Drew Holiday trade, which they were in conversations with, and it was guys like... Monte Morris and Gary Harris and Michael Porter Jr. and all these things. And it's okay. Well, the Nuggets aren't willing to give all or most of those guys up. You look at, you know, people have been saying a trade for Bradley Beal. Okay. Well, that's the same issue. So many of these other teams on the other end are going to be asking for things that I don't know if the Nuggets are fully going to be willing to just overhaul so much of their supporting cast, which is why right. the Nuggets have been successful this past year. So it's going to be a really, I'm really interested to see what the Nuggets end up doing if they end up doing a lot, if they kind of go for a more low profile free agent, you know, who isn't, you know, all bright and lights and stuff, but it's, it's going to be interesting. We'll be right back after this. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Denver is a sneaky uh, strength in numbers team. And, you know, a consolidation trade a couple of years ago actually made a lot of sense for them. I, you know, Malik Beasley was one of those pieces that I thought should have been in a consolidation trade. Wancho, Hernan Gomez, another guy. And I almost wonder if moving those guys when they did was a mistake in hindsight. I, obviously, obviously, they could have used both of those guys in the continued season. Um, you know, especially with what Millsap had going on, uh, mm-hmm. physically, I, I think that, uh, you know, it gets, it, it gets a little interesting if you're the nuggets and you say, well, now that we've depleted our stockpiles a little bit, can we afford to consolidate and, and how much does our chemistry take a hit if we do that? And the other thing too is, you know, I actually just did a little like series thing with John Hollinger who writes for us the athletic was a former uh, front office executive with the Grizzlies. And I had nuggets fans tweet me their proposed trades that they want to see Denver do and who they would give up or what, who Mm -hmm. and what they would give up. And John made a really good point with some of the deals about how much, you know, either, you know, these are the guys that have to send just to match contracts or whatever. And then it was also really interesting to see with some of these deals, how much into the luxury tax the Nuggets would have to go into. And the Nuggets hate going into the luxury tax. They have not paid the tax since the 2009-10 season. 
So I don't think that they're going to start doing it now. It would surprise me if they did. I kind of think they should a little bit if the right person is there. But I don't think they're willing to go super deep into it. So it's it puts them in a really tight position between wanting to keep most of their players to continue the continuity and also avoiding going deep into the luxury tax. Yeah, I, you know, I, and I get it. You know, I understand. It, Denver is not a small market, but it kind of has to operate like one. And mm-hmm. you have to save your bullets. And if you're going to push deep into the tax, you need to know that you've got a championship contender. I mean, Milwaukee's kind of dealing with the same thing. But they've got Giannis, and Giannis is, a, uh, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. And Jokic, I, I think, will be, um, but he's not at that same level as Giannis. And so I can understand the reticence of the ownership group to push into the tax. Now, personally, I, I would, you know, if I was a billionaire, I, I would I'd blow through <laughs> the tax. There, You know, no tax too high uh, to try to put guys around Jokic and Murray. But it's also so early. And I know that mm-hmm. I know that the NBA has turned into this transactional game, and, and and as many people follow what's happening with contracts as they do the game, sometimes it feels like. Uh, and you look at Jokic and Murray, and you say, "Well, the clock is ticking already because they're both on their second contracts." That's exhausting. I can't I can't operate right. that way. And so you know, I I just <laughs> I think that you've got to just start thinking. You know, all right, a patient build has gotten you to the Western Conference Finals, and now you know that the formula works. They're going to probably bring back Jeremy Grant. I expect that they're going to hit his number with no problem. He was great for them in the playoffs, especially in that series against the Lakers when you saw him get to be a little bit more aggressive. I think they found the blueprint. They should be, especially with the news about Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. the Western Conference conversation should start with the Lakers. And I think the next team that you should bring up in the same tier are the Clippers and the Nuggets. That's the top mm-hmm. three in the West to me. Um, the Lakers clear runaway favorites right now, but the Nuggets have gotten themselves into the conversation as a serious contender and and Seth is going to get mad at me for pointing this out again, but they are no longer a team that we can just pat and say good job. They're a good basketball team. This is this is a team that if it was in the East, they might be the favorites to make the finals. <laughs> so you know, I, I do think I would like to see them to make a little bit of noise. Uh, but priority mm-hmm. one is Jeremy Grant and figuring out the the legitimate four and backup center positions. So they've got some tools to do it and we'll see what happens. Free agency starting in a few hours. You didn't sleep last night. I didn't sleep last night. I'm going to take a nap. I think, you know, I took a nap before the draft and I thought it was a mistake and I'm so glad (laughs) I did because I would have been exhausted otherwise. But I think I'm going to try to take a nap before free agency starts because I know my phone is going to blow up and uh, keep me up all night. Uh, Kendra, what's your plans for, uh, for ringing in free agency? (laughs) Oh man, I might go, uh, well, a nap sounds lovely. So I might go get in my bed and then have a, one of my coffee maker has one of those timers on it so I can set it to a time. So I'll set it to start brewing a fresh pot of coffee right as the clock strikes free agency and then. Yeah. Get comfortable. <laughs> well, we're ready to go. And, uh, we're going to be getting back to our regular schedule because. Training camp starts in a few weeks. We're we're back. God. Ready ready for action. Uh for Kendra Andrews, I'm Dave DeFore, and this has been the Rainbow Skyline Podcast. Yes.
Subscribe. Give us a review. A good one. Otherwise, save it. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.